Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back. You are listening to Angie and Steven's podcast. Press alone. Press alone podcast. How, how are I, you? I like how you close your, well, we both close our eyes when we sing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, today for us, it's, well, oh, it releases today, so. Martin Luther King Day, so I have the day off. Um, and yeah, it's been nice, relaxing. I slept. I slept in until nine thirty. I could have slept. I could have slept in more. However, I feel like for some reason my brain is once it hits nine thirty. Like if I pass that, I feel like it's too much time yeah. in bed. Like I've wasted my whole day if I pass nine thirty. Um, some people feel about that, you know, way earlier, <laughs> but for me, it's nine thirty is my time. Yeah. I, I don't go to sleep that early ever. Um, I wish, I wish I could. I wish I did. I just, I don't, uh, early bedtime for me is 11, 1130. But is that because of baby? Or is that just overall? No, that's that's been always. Okay. So overall. Okay. And what time do you wake up? Well, I you wake, wake up early because of the baby. I wake up early. Well, through the night, I wake up at two thirty and at four thirty to have the bottle ready. Um, actually, for like the last, I think week or two, um, I've been staying with the baby. Um, Jen has been sleeping in Javerlin's room, mm-hmm. and so I'm the one that wakes up and feeds the baby and takes care of her through the night. So uh, that's, interesting. That's, that's been uh, yeah. We did a little um, a role change there, and uh, is that just so she could get more sleep? Yeah, so she can get more sleep, more rest. Um, and she has- she, she likes it. You know, it was supposed to be for two days, but we've been doing it pretty much every day, <laughs> which okay. I, I actually prefer that than to um, have to wake up at 2.30 and then again at 5.30 because I feel bad just walking in there and just dropping the bottle off and then going back to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, 98% of the time when I drop the bottle off, they're sleeping so you know the baby wakes her whenever and she has the bottle ready so when the baby wakes up she just feeds her and goes back to sleep goes back to sleep um but uh i don't know i find it more draining to have to wake up at 2 30 and go back to sleep and then 5 30 and go back to sleep even though i might still have to wake up around the same times throughout the night um, it's the baby waking me up and it's not an alarm. So Yeah. 
somehow that makes a difference for me. Okay. I mean, if you guys both like it, then. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. A lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on in the world and uh and uh everywhere else um yeah I'm... a lot of stuff going on in the world and everywhere else apart from the world <laughs> my I mean, world I was, in I the was, universe <laughs> well i was referencing i was re actually yes in the universe uh you know there's uh apparently sciences have discovered some some crazy light from a, like deep deep in space and they don't know what mm -hmm. it is who knows <laughs> it's probably jesus coming i know slowly. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like turning his high beams on you know like he's hey too, yeah i'm right here i'm yeah. almost there <laughs> uh yeah but people don't listen <laughs> yeah no, it's crazy. You know, um, you know, I, I go through social media and everywhere else, and it is amazing to me uh, how many people don't know what they believe. Mm -hmm. They claim they believe something, and then it's, it's, it doesn't, I don't know. It's mind-blowing to me. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it, and we don't just see that with, you know, belief systems as, as it pertains to spirituality. Uh, we see that in politics. We see that with just about anything that there's an oppose, opposing, uh, view on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, if you look at things objectively, most of the time, you know, uh, you can discern, uh, which which side is more probable to be true because mm -hmm. um, you know there's just some things that will you know we won't know at least you know for our time here on earth we won't know uh that that it's you know absolutely true yeah yes um but uh but yeah 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 a lot, lot of stuff going on um how about you? <laughs> <laughs> you already asked me how I was doing. <laughs> Nothing new, really. Yeah. Well, I miss you. I miss you too. We haven't we haven't uh, spent any time together in at least what two weeks almost. You mean physically? Yeah. I feel like it's been more. I don't know if I've seen you since. I don't know. Have I seen you since Christmas? Probably not. Actually, so. no. I think the last time we saw each other was when you dropped that food off. Yes. At church. Yeah. For me. Yeah, that was and the that last was time. That was like the first week of January, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, it's like, yeah, a few weeks back. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I just, uh, again, you know, with, uh, with, with all the things that are going on, it's it's enough to keep anyone busy. Um, yeah. But but yeah, um, like I was saying, you know, people. I don't know. People are at each other's throats, and I don't like it. 
I don't like yeah. it. You know, um, there's the attack on the Capitol and, you know, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow and the day after. Um, I, I feel a sense of, I, I feel a greater sense of uncertainty, uh, you know, with, with what's going on in this year uh, yeah. versus last year. Uh, but last year also hit us hard, you know, and I think it, it numbed us a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, coming into this new year, we're hopeful, you know, that things will just, you know, be a little bit better. Yeah. And we didn't start off so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, we uh, talked about that last week, right? That we, yeah. we hope that it's going to get better, but there's no indication that it will. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm but, just, huh? but I'm listening to this preaching right now that uh right now, how you're talking to me. <laughs> well, I had to pause it to talk to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's about basically saying that God has taken us through things in the past. And yeah. because we know that He's taking through thing through taking, taking us, us through things in the past, yeah, we know that He's gonna do it again. We have to have faith that He's gonna do it again. Yes. Amen. I got I got made fun of that. Um, by the way, my my buddy my buddy reached out to me and he's like, "Hey, so uh, so I don't think 2021 is gonna be that much better." And then I said, uh, "I said something like, yeah, I know it's not." He's like, "Not the answer I was expecting." <laughs> he's like, "I was expecting a man or a woman." <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> yeah no man uh listen i i don't know man i i hate to feel so repetitive but you know it's it's extremely important that we uh that we turn to scripture if we haven't already and remain there yeah um there's so many things there that um you know that hint at what you know at what is going to happen and uh you know we were talking about that earlier this week right you asked me something about uh 70 weeks and daniel and mm-hmm. um and for those that don't know daniel was a prophet and uh he had a was a dream or a vision and um and god spoke to him and said you know write these things down this is this is going to happen and this is how it's going to happen and actually gave some some specific details yeah what were some of those details <laughs> really didn't you just read it all right so uh, well it talks about definitely um there you know the antichrist is going to come and talks about it doesn't specifically say antichrist but no, you no. can infer from the context that it's referring to well the- it, re- it refers it references the the man of lawlessness. Right. Um, and then it says that he's going to make a covenant with many. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about specific time periods also. It talks about 70 weeks. It talks about other time periods. <laughs> I think it's uh, 2,160 days or 2,190 days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think on two separate occasions it, it says 2160 and then 2190 which is roughly about three and a half years yeah um, and um, yeah specifically 
Daniel nine twenty seven talks about um, that that part that you were talking about, you know, uh, making a covenant. And it actually says it doesn't say that it, he will make a covenant. It will. It says that he will c- confirm a covenant, meaning that a covenant will already be in place. Um, right. And for those of you that are familiar with the news and everything that's going on, you know that there currently is a covenant in place. There is a peace treaty in place with Israel and several countries. You know, it started off with three or four countries. I don't know how many countries there are now, but um, probably five or six at least. Um, I know Sudan, I think, was the last one to join the party there. Um, and, you know, and that's that's part of it, you know. It, it, and, uh, you know, those those are the signs that I think that as Christians we look, we look to um, because... It, it lets us know, you know, hey, this it's everything's lining up, everything's lining up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's just I mean, we already know that God's word is true. But I love that we are living through. Uh, I guess what you can call. Um, prophetic uh, confirmation of that. Yeah. And so I'm really enjoying that. Uh, you know, I know that some of the things are are bad and some of the things are just I'm happy for the signs that, you know, that I'm seeing. Um, but some of the signs are not, you know, going to be good for the planet or for the, you know, the people on the planet. And so, um, you know, um, but nonetheless, I'm I'm still excited about it. Um, so, you know, seeing, yeah. seeing the treaties happen, um, is, is big for me. I think another sign that we'll probably see soon is the temple being rebuilt oh, absolutely. in Jerusalem, because it says in second Thessalonians that when the man of lawlessness comes, he's going to sit in the temple of the Lord. Yes. Um, and then revelation also talks about him, but keep, keep him proclaiming that he's going to, he's God. Yes. Um, now, now him, the proclamation he'll make, um, that's, that's what's called the abomination of desolation, um, means he's going to place an idol in the temple of God and force everyone to worship him, mm-hmm. um, which I think uh, will, will uh, open the door for the mark and all of that. Um, but, but yeah, the temple, so, so you're saying that yeah, be, actually, in that verse, I think if you keep reading, I think what was that? First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Second, Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians. Uh, I want to say it's two. Let me double check. Yeah. Second Thessalonians two. Second Thessalonians. I think, and I don't remember which one it is. Uh, maybe it's First Thessalonians four. Second Thessalonians two. Uh, it says two three it says let no one deceive you in any way for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed the son of destruction yeah who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called god or object right. of worship so that he takes the seat in the temple of god proclaiming himself to be god yeah. so read read that first part again it says this will not occur right yeah so it says, I just keep leaving the page. Okay. Stop leaving let no the page. one let no one deceive you in any way for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first. So what day is it talking about? 
start of tribulation, I'm guessing. That day will not come. All right. So yeah. um, I'm trying to find it myself here. Um, I have a, a translation I'm not used to here. Okay. Now concerning the coming of our Lord. And so it's talk. It's actually talking about the rapture, specifically, yeah. right? Because it says now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why being gathered to, are being gathered to Him. We ask you, brothers, not to be easily upset in mind or troubled, either by a spirit or by a message or by a letter, as it as if from us, alleging that the day of the Lord has come. So. Uh, so for context, uh, you know, Paul is writing this to the uh, Thessalonians um, because there was, I guess, rumors that the Lord had come and they were worried that, you know, you know, friends and family that had passed away had kind of missed the day. Mm -hmm. um, and so he was just writing a letter to let them know, hey, no, the day of the Lord has not come. He's not, you know, he, in this in this moment he's specifically talking about the rapture because later on mm -hmm. i think he goes on to speak about you know about those that are asleep referencing of course uh the dead mm -hmm. just to kind of give them peace of mind um you know it, it hasn't happened yeah um but uh but yeah so this is what he's talking about. so it's saying that the rapture won't happen unless unless what oh. Unless the rebellion, unless the rebellion comes first, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, is revealed. Mm -hmm. So, so just based on reading this little section here, this tells me that. All right, the rapture we're gonna, won't happen. We're gonna, that we're, yeah, that we're gonna see the rebellion. Now, the rebellion. Uh, some translations uh, talk about the uh, apostasy apostasy yeah so and i think the original greek that's what it is it's apostasy mm -hmm. that's what it's referencing and it's basically um you know everyone turning away from god so pretty much uh today right <laughs> it's a regular uh regular monday for the world <laughs> uh so so that's that's where we're at now and it's it seems to me, this is my, my personal opinion, it seems to me that we are in, in the worst point of time in this moment than we have ever been, as far as mm -hmm. humanity goes, as far as, you know, um, you know, caring for one another and being loving and all of that. We are in the worst point that, that, I, that I have ever witnessed. Yeah. Um, and I know history has some horrific events that occurred, uh, but but I feel like we're almost there. We're we're almost at that part where we're gonna surpass, you know, that whole the the Nero and and all the the antichristic, uh, you know, uh, people that that have you know attacked uh, the Jews and the Church throughout the the years and the centuries. I think I think we're almost there. Mm -hmm. um, so I know I know that you know if we look at history, we can tell kind of what where the future is taking us. Um, 
you know, there's a reason why people say that history repeats itself. And um, yeah. history is a very good indicator of that. Um, I think Solomon says that, right, somewhere. Um, and uh, we just have to pay attention uh, to that. You know, mm -hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, the last uh, dominant power of the world was the Roman Empire, I think. Mm -hmm. And it, they lasted about four or five hundred years before they fell. And I think we're at that point or just about there. Mm -hmm. um again i'm no historian i don't know the specifics of of uh you know of, of the roman empire or <laughs> even the specifics of of the the entirety of our history in america but but i know it's not good right now it's not it's not good a, a good place where we're at and so um i think we uh spoke before about how you know, you finally set your mind on or you've you've come to or you've reconciled yourself with the reconciled or, myself. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what words to use here. What you've I don't know. You've decided you you've come to agreement that it's more probable that there will be a pre-tribulation rapture versus anything else. Correct. OK. Um, well, I mean, I agree with you. Um, so. So based on the scripture that we're reading, right, um, mm -hmm. you know, the rapture will happen, then the apostasy or the rebellion, and then, and when, read that again. Don't tell me you closed it. No, it's open. <laughs> um, unless the rebellion comes first, the man of lawlessness is revealed. Okay, so there's going to be apostasy. We're going to find out who the Antichrist is. Uh, the son of destruction who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship. What verse so is that, that? Verse 4. So that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. So that was my original point, that we have to see, we'll probably see soon the temple being built. If they even tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. So so here's my theory on on, on how this could happen, right? This could happen uh, um, sequentially or simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, this could happen to where, uh, you know, obviously the apostasy, I, f I feel like we're there or at least almost there, right? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, once we know that the man of lawlessness can't be revealed Unless, right, like Daniel tells us in 927, mm -hmm. Daniel 927, that he won't be revealed unless. The rebellion comes first. No, that's not it. <laughs> right, the rapture right. won't happen unless the rebellion comes first. Right, right. The rapture won't happen unless the rebellion comes first. But I'm trying to think Daniel 927 talks about the covenant and him mm -hmm. making the covenant. And um, not making, confirming. Uh, confirming, sorry. And um, it says, uh, I believe that's where it says that he'll he'll be revealed. So there's mm -hmm. like a lot of little a, a lot of little things um, in different uh, parts of scripture here that that give us kind of paint the picture for us on how this is going to happen, right? And we gotta we gotta think, right? Like he's got to confirm the covenant. So in order for him to convert, why would he confirm the covenant? Either Either the treaty has to be broken somehow, 
or there has to be some kind of major war, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that's, I think that that would cause that to happen. Um, and also says, I think if we keep reading there, um, where's the part that it says that uh, he is currently at work? I don't know. Oh, yeah. If you keep reading. So after verse six, it says, and you know that what currently restrains him so that he will be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work, but the one now restraining will do so until he is out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. So so the the first part of this chapter is telling us, all right, look, here's what's going to happen. Before the rapture, the rebellion or the apostasy happens, and then the, the man of lawlessness is revealed, right? Mm-hmm. But then further, it gives us more detail about the revelation of the man of lawlessness. It says that that won't happen unless the restrainer is removed. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, there's different, uh, I guess, schools of thought for who what the restrainer is. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of us believe that it's the Holy Spirit. Some of us believe that it's the church that's the restrainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think either way, uh, I don't think that it's relevant to really try and find out if it's one or the other, because if the church is gone, then so is the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is our, um, our, help me out here. You got to do something. Our counselor. Our counselor. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I love you. Um <laughs> Yeah, so so when the church is removed, you know, via rapture, then um then the lawless uh lawless one or the man of lawlessness will be revealed. Um mm-hmm. Well, I think it's I mean, ultimately we have to understand that it's I mean, God who gives him that release, I guess, who releases him yeah, because he's the one, right? If we look at Revelation and we see the, the, you know, the trumpet sounding, the seals being opened, and that only happens, you know, when Jesus opens them, Yeah, <laughs> you know, when Jesus calls for that, for that to happen. Um, but yeah. 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 So, um, also, I don't know, like, I know I, I've heard the pastor also say what you just said, that once the church is gone after, you know, the rapture, that the Holy Spirit will no longer be here. But I don't like, what is your, what backs that up? What makes you believe that? Um, because I mean, people are still going to come to know Jesus yeah. after the rapture. Yeah, that is true. Um, but, but, um, the all right currently we are in the church age right the church age it's mm-hmm. also um our our grace period i think that's where grace period comes from um mm-hmm. not sure don't quote me on that but this is our grace period that means that um god is giving us the opportunity to simply accept repent and accept him believe in him and that mm-hmm. is all that is required for salvation. Once the church is removed, 
grace period the grace period is over it's done and so you can't you can't simply uh i guess you can't because the rapture has already happened you can't just simply uh you know repent and accept christ and that's it um you're gonna have to like go through some some bad stuff like some really horrible stuff that scripture says that has never been seen in the history of the world mm -hmm. and but the only way that people would be allowed to come to know god or experience him right accept yeah. him in tribulation would be my understanding the holy spirit which is what jesus left behind so that we can still accept him and have a relationship with him true hey that's a good argument i'm glad you're thinking <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um i'm just saying i like i've heard um the pastor say that like i said and he knows he knows a lot and what did but he say I, when you asked him that? I don't know if I I don't know if I have asked him. Oh. Or if or if I did, I don't think what he said convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, I'll have I, mean to, that's, yeah. I mean that I mean that was my understanding. Um I didn't see for me I didn't I didn't dig deeper because like I said, it to me it it's not that's not uh I guess now that you brought it up, I have to, you know, get some biblical confirmation of that, right? Yeah. But to me, it doesn't matter because whether the Holy Spirit or the church is holding back, uh, you know, the man of lawlessness, it doesn't matter, right? We're going to be gone. And when we're gone, that's when he's going to be revealed, mm -hmm. uh, which is the point we're talking about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it is possible. I mean, I, I don't know. I stopped there. I stopped there. Yeah. Well, I mean, check your facts before you start telling me. <laughs> <all these. laughs> hey, no, no. This is. I mean, this is this is this is what this is about, right? Um, yeah. We don't have all the answers, um, and and this is this is good. This is good because you know there there might be people who are listening who are wondering the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I I don't want to misspeak. You don't want to misspeak either. Um, yeah. You know, that's just again, that's just where my yeah. What? Also, when unless it's a different, because I'm also thinking about well, um, I typed something in Google, and it mentions the 144,000. And if I recall, and oh, it talks about then it, it talks about them being stamped. Uh, you know, we don't think of an actual stamp like going on their foreheads, but in previously in the New Testament, when it talks about being stamped, it's in reference to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not, I don't know that much about the 144,000, except that their whole purpose is pretty much going to be to, to preach and to, and I guess in a sense, play that it, it could be. It could be that the 144,000 are going to play the the Holy Spirit role. And because they aren't the but Holy Spirit. Yeah. That doesn't what? I mean, still, anyone can 
It reminds me of that verse where it says, you know, one person can, we've talked about it before, one person can plant, one person can water, but it's only God who provides the growth. People can preach it. I can preach yeah. it all that I want, you know, 24 or 7, but yeah. if the Holy Spirit is not active, then nothing is going to happen. True. Man, I, you brought up a good point. I, I'm going to have to look that up. All right. Well, I expect an answer by next. Hey, uh, <laughs> next you know well, I might have it for you. I might have it for you. Maybe yeah. before then. But um, I'll ask the pastor too. I'll see. I'll see what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and cheat if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, no. That's a good point. It's a good point. Um, but either way, uh, again, it says the restrainer and. Quite frankly, there's like really no other reference about that. Not not that I know of. Of restraint? No, of the restrainer. Like what the restrainer, you know, what who the restrainer is representing. You know, whether the Holy Spirit, whether the church. Um, yeah. you know, in the Well, in Revelation, uh, I want to say 10. No, Revelation 9, it talks about so this is, it's talking about the different trumpets. Revelation 9 starts the fifth trumpet. Once the fifth trumpet blows, um, it says a star fallen from heaven, a star falls from heaven to earth, which a lot of people think it's the devil. And the devil is given the keys to the bottomless pit. So he's given permission to basically open to let demons out, basically. Yeah. Again, I just think the restrainer is God. Yeah, that's what it's referring to. Okay. I mean, that's totally but possible. Yeah. It's not. It's not make or break here. Um, yeah. You're gonna but say. Yeah. I'm wondering. If we could switch gears for a second. What's that? Because I do. I was talking to my to Esther earlier, um, and I don't know. This isn't ironically, but coincidentally, we're talking about. Um. We we just had a conversation, and afterwards, Esther was like, hey, we had this conversation on Martin Luther King Day, um, and it was about black people and racism, so I'm yeah. wondering if we could take a moment to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So this, this, uh, this weekend, I saw a movie, we saw a movie that, like, blew my mind. What's um, it called? It, it's called Rosewood. I feel like I've watched that. Um, it has some people in it. I don't know them by oh, name. <laughs> wait, the movie has some people in it? Wow. It some... I love the detail. Uh, what is, what is that guy's horse's name? The guy's horse. I don't horse. remember. I don't remember. Um, anyways, it's, it's an interesting movie, but it's based on a true story. And Rosewood is a city or a town in Florida. Yeah. And so it was about... 19 i think it was 1921 when um so rosewood was basically majority black community and they had their own um stores they you know they're pretty successful you know without the influence of white people yeah um and so there was another city right next right next to it which was majority white people and um there was a white woman that was cheating on her husband and something happened where the white woman gets 
beaten by the person that she's cheating with, right? Okay. So she gets beaten, and so now she's, like, all stressed because, okay, my husband's going to come home, and I have to have an explanation as to why I'm beaten. I know I'm going to say that a black guy did it, right? Um, so she starts screaming and everything. She says, you know, he came in here and he raped me and he beat me. And it basically caused this whole thing where a bunch of black people were killed. Like 42, I think it said 40 to 150 people were killed um, because they were looking for this one black man that wow. supposedly beat her. Um, and this is a true story in the state of Florida. And it was just crazy how, like, how out of hand it got. And also that they, they didn't know any specifics. They, they just knew it was a black guy. So, and they ended up just killing a bunch of black people for it. Um, and it's just crazy to think how much, how much of that has happened in the past. Yeah. Um, and how little, well, I think it's talked about very little. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like in history classes, we were talking, we we're mentioning, we talk more about a Holocaust, which we didn't really experience as much, more than racism, which we've experienced in America for since the beginning of America. Yeah, well, I mean, the, I, the racism is what led to the Holocaust, um, and it's it's a problem that. Ha- that I feel that has not been properly addressed um, yeah. for a couple of reasons. You know, uh, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it enough. I think, uh, I think it was Morgan Freeman um, that said that um, we give, we give room to racism. Now I'm paraphrasing here, but we give room to racism or we feel racism when we talk about it. But I, I think it's the opposite. I, and again, I, I think he's the one that said it. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. but we need to talk about it and we need to address these issues. And I think I think uh, again, and this is just like a side issue. Not to like diminish it, but it's a side issue. I think that uh in order for us to talk about it, we need to be able to also be civil about it and be respectful about it. You know, if we're going to talk to somebody, we could talk to somebody that we don't like, right? Mm-hmm. If, we, if we work for somebody that we don't like, we don't disrespect them, right? Yeah. Because we know that if we do, him or her, I'm sorry, uh, we don't disrespect uh, the person because if we do, we can potentially lose our job. Yeah. So, and again, it it comes back to us not not having empathy, us not having humility, us not being kind mm-hmm. and loving. And ultimately, it's us not having Christ in our hearts. That's, yeah. that's all, what it, every single issue that we have in our lives, in the world, is because of sin. It's, I mean, that's, that's the, uh, you know, one answer fits all. It's yeah. sin. And if if we don't have Christ in our hearts, how how do we expect to be in a better place, in a better world? Mm-hmm. It, it, we, could, we could say that's what we want, but 
if if we're not pursuing Christ, which is, you know, the way, the truth, and the life, how how can we do it? We have so so many uh, misconceptions of what it is to be happy and all of that, and and it's if it's all about self. It's all about me, 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 me. You know, um, I saw uh, I saw a meme that said something like that. And I, I can't remember how it goes, but it was basically like, how you know, how did you get there? And and it was like, oh, I did it myself or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's like that's that's what the that's what society has taught us is that, you know, we got to do these this by ourselves. We don't need God. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, that's. That's the devil that 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 puts those lies in in people's mouths, you know, that we don't need God, that we we have plenty of time to get right with God, right? We've talked about that before. And yeah. um and that's not true. You know, I was mentioning earlier about how um um people they they get into these arguments and they start bickering and uh, again, it's all about you know what what side you're on and what you believe in and everything and and, mm -hmm. and you gotta you gotta look here here's the way i put it um and this is this uh, this is based on a couple of different conversations that i had this week um you know it's it's kind of like apples and oranges right i'm gonna use this reference because a lot of people know what an apple is a lot of people know what an orange is a lot of people know, you know, how they are formed and all of that. You know, the basics, at least. Not the scientific mm -hmm. part of it, but just like the basics. We all know that apples and oranges grow on trees, right? Mm -hmm. We all know that they're both fruit. But mm -hmm. an apple is not an orange. Yeah. And an orange is not an apple. Right? Mm -hmm. And give me one second, sorry. And so that we can't we can't uh we can't take properties of uh, of an orange describe what an orange is and then say it's an apple mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense and that's what a lot of people do. You know, they take they take uh or they borrow they borrow from uh from scripture and they you know put their spin on it and and because it makes them feel good. You know, they take the good parts, they 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 leave the parts that make them uncomfortable yeah and then they, they make it whatever it is and so that's really what that's what's wrong with the world is that we're trying to sell apples as if they were oranges and vice versa mm -hmm. and and we can't do that you know we got to look at what what it is that we're you know taking in the information and and you know there's so many people out there with they have Within their belief system, they'll have two different thoughts that oppose each other, but mm -hmm. they fail to see how they oppose each other. And I don't know. I that's that's what the problem is. I think. Um. So before we, I think that before we address racism or any issue for that matter, we need to mm -hmm. address our hearts first, right? And yeah. something that I saw a long time ago is that in order to cause change, first, the change has to happen in your heart. 
then it has to happen in your home. Because if it happens in your heart, it'll happen in your home. And when it happens in your home, then it'll happen in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the steps. You can't skip steps. Yeah. And 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 I think that we're we're just too um, we're too caught up in the uh, instant gratification of uh, what you know modern society is now that mm-hmm. we don't want to take the time to go through the process that we need to. If it makes us uncomfortable, nope, we're gonna find uh, an easier way. We're gonna find a quote unquote better way. Mm-hmm. And uh, all we're doing is just, you know, digging a deeper hole for ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's, I don't know. We, we, I guess we, we, talked a little bit about you know about uh I, I wanted to get into the 70th week a little bit but uh yeah sorry i took us on a different uh all right. different different that's term. all right i mean you know it's important it's important that we you know think about these things um you know um i think i don't know we just need to constantly look at look at ourselves you know, yeah. um, if, if I know it's not easy, but if you have a hard time doing that, you know, uh, what I like to do is I ask my daughter, Hey, mm-hmm. um, what can your dad do better? What do you see that I'm not doing well, or that I could, that, that I could do to change that would make me a better person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kids will straight up tell you, don't, yeah. you know, I don't like it when you do this. Um, I have one for me is you get upset too fast. That's that's yeah. for me. And so and that's a big I, thing because I mean that's that's what allows these thought processes to continue for generations. Like that's why we still have racism today. That's why we still yeah. I mean aside from obviously the root being sin is because you know uh you know I treat a certain group of people badly my son or daughter sees it they think it's okay so they're gonna do the same and they don't have to have a reason for it yeah it's it just becomes embedded in their character yeah and and there's a simple solution there's a simple solution um, which i think i think we'll end on (laughs) um is that you know what are the two you know when the disciples ask uh, was it the disciples or the pharisees Somebody asked Jesus, you know, what are the two, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul and all your strength, right? And love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Because on these two, uh, I might be paraphrasing here, but on these two, the rest pretty much are formed from. Mm-hmm. And so if you just take these two and you apply them to your life, promise you racism will end. Um, war will end. Um, all the, all the bad stuff that we don't like that we don't want in this world will end. Um, the problem is, is that 
not everyone will want that. Not everybody is willing. Yeah. And so, and also, a lot of people question, well, okay, who's my neighbor? Your neighbor is yeah. everybody. Your neighbor is everyone. Every single person was made in God's image. Yep. So we are to love them. Yep. Every single person. The person that tripped you at school, that pranked you, the person that, uh, I always take it to extremes, but the person that killed your family. Yeah. You know, um, we are called to love them, to forgive them, to pray for them. The person who you feel is uh, driving this country into the ground. You know, we mm -hmm. are called to pray for them, to love them. Not only that, but we spoke about it last time, right? In one of the Timothys. Mm -hmm. Right? Tim Second Timothy 2. Right? That first verse talks about praying for your leadership. So, so let's do that. Mm -hmm. And again, it's it's that simple. Just those yeah. two things: love the Lord your God. How do you know? Well, you need to repent. You need to accept. You need to believe. You need to yeah. confess. Once you do that, you know God will show up, mm -hmm. and He'll change your life. You know now is the time. Now is the time to repent. You know, to accept that Jesus lived, that he died, that he was buried, that three days later he resurrected as it is written, and that, you know, he's coming back soon, very soon. Mm -hmm. If 2020 didn't convince you, you, you might, you might want to strap, strap on or hang on to something because I don't expect 2021 to be, you know, a picnic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love your neighbor. Do something nice. Be kind. Um, you know, next time you're at Starbucks or somewhere, pay for someone's coffee, buy someone's dinner, whatever. I mean, something. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't see that too often here in Florida, but in in New York. For anybody listening in, in places where people actually walk the streets, help somebody cross the street, you know, help somebody with their trash. I don't know. Whatever it is. Just be kind. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we mentioned this before that you, you have to, in order to do the second commandment well, you have to practice the first one. Yep. Right? You have to love God and, and seek to know God's love for you so that in turn you can love others. Because that's the thing. I think the thing that causes hatred, the thing that causes racism is that we, for some reason, we get on this high horse where we're like, well, it's not fair or that person doesn't deserve what I deserve. I mean, like, what? Yeah. what? That's, yeah. That for some reason, I'm at a higher standard because of my social status, because of the color of my skin, because of whatever it may be. But when we understand that we literally deserve hell and we yeah. don't get that and we're loved by God in such a way where it changes everything, then we're, when we're, then we're able to in turn love others unconditionally. Yeah. 
And sometimes the opposite happens where you feel like you're worthless, like you're nobody, like everyone's better than you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the same thing. It's the same, same thing that grounds you and brings you back is, is Christ. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we want to encourage everybody to, uh, you know, to ask, ask God, you know, to show himself. Open your heart to him. Yeah. And to ask him to show, we should ask him to show us in which way, in which ways are we not loving our neighbor? Yeah. Which ways are we falling short? And that, uh, ask him to help us mold us that we, we would be able to reflect his love and reflect his grace on a daily basis. Yeah. Amen. Well, um, we want to thank. Where can they find us, Marine? <laughs> they can find us at ChristAlonePodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on social media where all of our handles are Christ Alone Podcast, except for Twitter, which is Christ Alone Pod. Our phone number is 407 588 7979. Feel free to leave us a voicemail or a text message. Uh, or text messages and and tell us what you think about the podcast ask us questions uh maybe things that that you want us to address um i don't know whatever it is um you know check us out also um don't forget our merch store um you know you can get your t-shirts um there's a very awesome accountability t-shirt there's a very awesome jesus is coming t-shirt um and uh, there are on our store if you go to our website you can click on the type right hand corner where it says store and it'll take you right to it free shipping okay free shipping no matter how much you buy free shipping so yeah yeah all right well thanks for joining joining us again we love you and god bless you guys god bless <laughs>